right, and we are live. Hey, hey. Welcome to yet another episode of What a Colorful World. It's good to see you guys. Good to see see everybody. Good to see you, my friend. How are you this morning? I'm a little tired as well. I uh, stayed up till pretty late doing a podcast for a client, and so uh, I'm definitely feeling the the sleepiness, but it's okay. We're going to get through. Mm -hmm. We're going to get through. Yeah, good to have you guys here live on Facebook once again. And uh, I'm excited to, to get into what we got to talk about this morning. Everyone's got their coffee, I'm hoping. The show is now powered by coffee content and creativity. So nice. if you don't have coffee, then you can't watch the show. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so one thing that we've uh, we've wanted to talk about for a little, a little while, not a super duper long time, but we've hinted at topics like this, just kind of talking about how entertainment and business are having to shift around due to uh, the pandemic and what that looks like throughout the summer with different entertainment venues for families, different entertainment venues for couples. People are off of school. People have vacation. What does that look like? And so we've come across a pretty cool event happening. It's happening in LA, right? Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, in Los Angeles, where all the so it's a uh, it's a Stranger Things drive-in. And if you're familiar at all with Stranger Things, the Season three, a lot of it centers around the mall, and I forget what the mall is mm-hmm. called. Uh, to be honest with too. you, something but, uh, something really s- retro. Starcourt. <laughs> no, something that's right. That's cool. right. Is that right? Starcourt. Star okay, yes, cool. that is correct. So Starcourt Mall. Uh, so what they're basically doing, I don't know if they're actually having it in a mall parking lot, but they have kind of the mall set up, and they have the parking lot where you can drive in, you and X amount of people in your car can drive in and it's this whole stranger things experience where you can right. enjoy the i think you can you enjoy the show that's projected onto something but also you're basically going back in time to the 80s and you are immersed in the stranger things uh universe and right there's a level of that that is i think absolutely genius it's just taking the oh, yeah. aspect of drive-ins we've been doing as a culture we've been doing drive-ins for decades and Mm -hmm. taking that bringing it to 2020 and also just utilizing the resources that we have to pump into that that way it is what's interesting is it's a form of entertainment that we already know but -hmm. what we're doing is we're kind of we're seemingly this this group of netflix is rejuvenating Mm -hmm. it kind of bringing it back bringing it up to speed and um, making it something that that is desirable for people because most people don't necessarily prefer the drive-in over a theater Mm -hmm. experience they don't prefer um the drive-in over a lot of things but if we if there's all of these different aspects to it kind of sprinkled on top then it's something Mm -hmm. that i feel like a lot of people want to do i want to do it i mean i can not in california i want to do it too awesome i wish it was here and i think what also is really interesting about it is that it's sort of set up like a it's sort of set up like a ride where like you're actually entering something uh, mm. as far as I understand it. And so that's interesting because it's like, you know, we've all been to Six Flags or, you know, Disney World or some sort of amusement park where you like get in some sort of little thing and ride it, you know, in into the the attraction. And it's really interesting to me that because of the pandemic, they're kind of saying, 
Sorry about that. My Siri keeps thinking I'm talking to it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, it's interesting to me that they would say, okay, well, let's let's like make an attraction that people can can come and do, but still keep them in their cars because people want to be social distanced. And so trying to find a way to like still entertain people and get them out with this innovative drive-in idea, uh, that's like an experience, but you still get to be safe. I think mm -hmm. it's really, really smart. And obviously it's also smart to capitalize on stranger things, you know, being what <laughs> yeah, it is. Exactly. Uh, I exactly. feel like that, that's like, do you think that's like the Netflix, um, like their bread and butter? Because that's what I feel like is like Stranger I definitely, Things. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely it's think it's, it's, their, it's their golden child. Um, yeah. And so when it makes sense to, I, I can't think of a ton of Netflix originals off the top of my head. I know they bought a lot of different uh, properties or got the rights mm -hmm. to a bunch of different properties. So I think like Cobra Kai has been doing really well. Uh, yeah. That the, just uh, got on Netflix. That's, that's freaking so, awesome. Have you watched it? Was, it was a YouTube original first. Is that what it was? That's from what I understand. It was a YouTube only show. And mm -hmm. then, and they did it for two whole seasons on YouTube. And I always heard it was great, but I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't going to buy YouTube. Like I just wasn't going to mm -hmm. do it. Um, and so, yeah, from what I understand, it was a YouTube thing. And then finally they said, all right, we're going to put it on Netflix, which, uh, is, which is awesome. Cause I am that guy that I'll just wait till stuff gets to Netflix. Uh, yeah. like the good place or better call Saul or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, in the midst of them kind of acquiring these different properties, them doing all of these, uh, just a, just so many original things, Stranger Stranger Things is the one that has definitely stayed on top. And so it's mm -hmm. genius for them to, if they're going to branch into this realm, to use Stranger Things on top of anything oh, else. Because sure. that, that's sure. what they're known for. That's what most people, there's a ton of people that, uh, that I've talked to that said like one of the main reasons why they've kept their Netflix account is so that it's they can see Netflix. things. Exactly. So they can watch stranger yeah. things every year, which is super yeah. interesting to me. Well, and on the flip side of that, another thing we wanted to cover because the show's always, we, we, we like this show to be about basically creativity and business and sort of the overlap of like how you adapt, you know, your art or your idea or your product to make money but to do mm -hmm. so, you have to be creative. I mean, that's what marketing and that's what branding, what we do is all about. And so what I love is when I see an old brand, something that's been around for a long time, that finds a way to, to adapt to still be relevant. And so that's why this yeah. thing with Blockbuster is so cool. Because if you haven't heard, there's first of all, if you haven't heard, there's only one Blockbuster store left, Yes. period, in Oregon, right? I think I believe it's in Oregon. Yeah, somewhere and, up there. Uh, yeah, and so... They've been keeping it open and people go there for nostalgic purposes. You know, you can still go there and rent movies, but because of COVID, uh, you can't. And so they had this genius idea to turn the whole store into an Airbnb where you can yeah. you can rent out the store for a night and they've retrofitted it to still have all the movies out. You can pick whatever you want, but then a big part of it has beds and couches and a big TV and a popcorn machine and like you can have this nostalgic movie night for your your getaway, and I'm just I just love yeah. stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's, what it's did you think about it? Oh, I think it's so freaking smart. Just in today's day and age, what's so funny though is we don't. I won't have time to jump into all this today, but I think it is 
so smart to jump on any sort of nostalgia train, let alone mm-hmm. in the midst of COVID. Um, right. Because there's just so much about our generation, Rylan, as well as, as well as a lot of people, but I really see it a lot in millennials where we have such an affinity for the past. And it's not that we necessarily elevate it above anything else. It's just we right. remember the good old times. We remember those things. And because... Sure because technology and entertainment and business has shifted so much from the 90s till now there is such a big difference it's weird to explain to people uh to explain to younger people vhs tapes like it's weird to explain yes. those things and i will never i will never be the guy that's like oh kids these days i hate that oh, the kids don't so know much. their vhs's exactly like the reason why yeah. they don't understand or know it is because we never showed it to them so freaking show things to people teach people yeah. share knowledge anyway side note yeah uh so with, with blockbuster what's great about it is People have enjoyed going to that store uh, for a lot for nostalgia purposes. There's a, little, there's a lot of things that I'm like, man, how do they make money? Because most people aren't renting things. Most people are streaming things. But then I saw they have like a merch line as well. They're pumping out like blockbuster Ooh. pins, blockbuster oh, shirts and pants and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, that's genius because people have such an affinity, have such a, a uh, great memory tied to this place. And so now to kind of bring it into the pandemic, bring it into 2020 and have it open for an Airbnb, I think is even so smart because while a lot of people aren't going to go rent a VHS tape, a lot of people aren't going to rent DVDs or Blu-rays right. or whatever you're watching, they would be totally down to go pop in a DVD at a Blockbuster, make popcorn there, hang out with their friends all night, do whatever. Yes, And it's so smart. And I it's, think that it plays into almost every aspect of what good business is regarding yeah, this time. I think so. I think so too. And I think also I... And I told you this already. It's so funny that we're talking about these things at the same time, this drive-in ride event attraction thing and the Blockbuster, because I just think it would be so smart if Blockbuster, and I've tried to contact them about this, (laughs) I think it would be so smart if they would uh, buy out drive-ins right now because they're so popular and freaking make a, like take take over and make a new Blockbuster franchise of drive-ins like paint them blue and yellow put your name Mm -hmm. on it and i think people would come to it just because you know they're a nostalgic movie brand and drive-ins are a nostalgic movie experience but uh yeah so i think the moral of the story and kind of the reason we wanted to cover these things today is if you're out there and you have a business that's uh, i mean even if you have a business that unfortunately because of covid has become harder to sell maybe what Mm -hmm. you sold is not as relevant or the shape the form of it is has been damaged uh don't give up which i think if you're like very entrepreneurial it's hard to do anyway because you love doing it so it's kind of hard to even give up in the first place but i would say like as much as i don't like the pandemic in a weird (laughs) way i (laughs) this is so weird to say as much as I don't like it, I, I do feel this like excitement about the ability to evolve and adapt. Oh, totally. Because yeah. of what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. I, I'm pretty sure I said on early episodes of the podcast how much I'm excited just for the level of business shifts, for the level of social shifts, for the level mm-hmm. of school shifts. There's so many things that that we've just gotten, uh, I feel like, in kind of a rut of doing. We and right. we haven't had any challenges necessarily. It, it's a lot of the same way that I feel whenever somebody has monopoly over a town. So, for instance, in our town in West Texas, there was only one movie theater 
chain company for a long time. A long and their time. Theater, their theater was getting run down and their prices were super high based off of like our demographic. Mm -hmm. And then they got a little bit of competition in town. Another company moved in. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, the theater's a lot nicer, and the seats yeah, are new. Comfy and seats, they're having, and heated yeah, seats. They're yeah. having more sales. And so you, you, I think you got to throw a wrench in the works a lot of the times because people get too mm -hmm. comfortable with "quote unquote" what works. And that's exactly what I was thinking about with the blockbuster um, drive-ins. What my first thought was, you wouldn't have to change anything because so many people know the the blue and yellow logo. And so I think right. for like twenty to fifty years, you could stick with that exact model. But what happens yes. when yours and my generation dies out? They may have to shift things up. And so throwing a wrench in the works mm -hmm. is always good. It just depends on when what that looks like. And for instance, as well, Pizza Hut brought back their entire retro feel with their logos and fonts. Oh, and everything. did they? And I love it. Yes, I think it's yeah, great. I did not know that. Um, and it reminds me so much of growing up in the 90s and those types of things. And so I think mm -hmm. that them throwing the wrench in the works was going back to their to their visual plan from 20 or 30 years ago <laughs> so right <laughs> it, it works for them so i think i think everything you're saying is is great that because of the pandemic it's been something that's just been great to stir the pot make people think right. how can we reach people and not just how can we reach people because they're stuck at home not just think how can we reach people mm -hmm. because everybody's lives turned upside down but also how can we effectively reach people from here on out and I think right. that uh, I, I think I'm still at a place where I'm optimistic. The longer this goes on, the less optimistic I am. But I'm still right. at a place where I'm optimistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, for sure. And and as again, as much as it's a bummer, that's in, that's even underplaying it. I mean, people have died. Yeah, for it's, sure. it's not. It's something I definitely want to end. But I think yeah. as long as it's going to go on, I think businesses need to be in this mindset of how do we how do we take this and turn it into something not just turn it into something that'll survive like mm -hmm. not just try to turn our business into a version of itself that will just not die but how do we actually use this shakeup to to make something new um, yeah for and sure. it's been really cool to see that for sure yeah. absolutely Pierce, uh, how so we're time we need to wrap we're up at we're at 14 and a half minutes so i'm okay All with right, wrapping wrap up. Us up let's wrap up uh take us hey out. guys Thank you so much for tuning in. If you tuned in live, what's up? How you doing? If you've checked this later uh, or seen anything going on, I hope you're having a great day. Uh, give us a follow and a like and stuff on Facebook and on Instagram. We'd love to connect with you there. Like I said yesterday, we're always striving to to give you guys value and give you guys something that can have, that can be something that you enjoy within your feed. And so let us know. Give us some feedback. Give us some feedback on this podcast. Give us some feedback on our content and how that we are pouring into our community and striving to, to build up and, and, uh, and push our clients in a great way that promotes growth and social stuff and all those fun things. So we social will, uh, stuff. Yeah. social stuff. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hope you have a great day.